0: This is Being Awesome with Rob Springer. And you're listening to Being Awesome, the podcast about loving Transformers and having fun. I'm Rob. Holy crap. Lots of awesome things this week. For example, Masterpiece, Hot Rod, and Shockwave announced. And those are both toys I'm fairly interested in. Usually I'm a little past a hit or miss on the Masterpieces. I might think, hey, that looks cool. But do I really want it, you know? These two look great. Um, you know, my Masterpiece Rodimus is never broken. Fingers crossed it doesn't. Um, but, you know, it could. <laughs> and honestly, a, a Hot Rod in the scale of the new car masterpieces is a welcome addition and then shockwave well shockwave's a funny one because i've got plenty of shockwave toys plenty but i don't have the original one the only g1 shockwave i have is by a Ziploc bag full of action master shockwaves so having another sh- a uh, what's the word i'm looking for because there's been plenty of shockwave toys released a more accurate G1 representation would be a good thing. Now, with that uh, upcoming Combiner Wars uh, legend size toy coming out, I may not even bother, because it looks pretty close enough. But still, that's a really good option. Um, You know, I've had opportunities to buy G1 Shockwave, but I always pass them over because they just wanted a little too much for the guy. You know, I think the best I saw was... $60 for an Astro Magnum that the, uh, there was a lot of crap, they didn't have the uh, slip-on barrel thing, and the hose was like falling apart. I'm like, yeah, all aboard the Hell No train, ding, ding, I don't think I introduced myself, I'm Rob. You guys probably know that, because you're listening to Being Awesome, the podcast about loving Transformers and having fun. Brian Kilby calls it Being Awesome and Rob Springer, it's even on the thing there kind of, one day I'm going to have someone else host this just to throw you off. No one probably want to do it. (laughs) Um, Also in awesome news this week, Dan Gizelvan, I cannot say his last name, Gizelvan, is going to be at TFCon Charlotte. And that's like two weeks away. Oh crap. (laughs) Um, That is two weeks away. And I am excited. nervous, guys, and you know, it's like, it's two weeks away, holy crap, i got so much to do, <laughs> um, it's gonna be great, it's going to be a lot, a lot of great, it's gonna be a lot of great, these, these things, these things I'd say, um, Dan Giselvin, uh, of course is the voice of Bumblebee in the original cartoon, but he was also Spider-Man, and Spider-Man and his amazing friends, and he was on Pallon Puppies, and he was in a million shows, um, He's also a very, very charming uh, person to talk with. Just a very, I don't know, Sometimes about him it's just, so, he's got that just, man, cool dude, uh, to him. Uh, every time he's at a convention, I always end up kind of running into him in the lobby or at a bar or something and having a chat with him for like a good 10 minutes. And he's just, he's a pleasure. And it's funny because, you know, he goes to these things all the time. So each time he's like, I don't expect him to remember me. But every once in a while he's like, oh, yeah, hey, how are you doing? So it's cool. It's cool when they remember you. Or he could just be saying that just to make me feel special. Which it works. Hey. um, But, yeah, he's a really cool guest to have. And some people I've heard say, well, he was there last year. It's like, well, good. Double points. You know, he's a great guest. Um, Honestly. As much as of course I love my Rubit cartoons, I'm um, really more excited about him because of Spider-Man: and His Amazing Friends. That was the cartoon that came on when I was a little kid. That you know, Spider-Man and superheroes were cool. That really kind of introduced me more into the setting, you know, and introduced me into more superheroes. Like you know, at the time, X-Men was pretty much comic thing only, and then they had X-Men episodes, and it really got me interested in them, and of course, later on, it got built and built, you know, and it became a bigger thing, but little things like that, it's just a great show, there's a cool, I remember there's a cool sequence with Iron Man flying through space, shooting little meteorites with his hand lasers, um, that was just a great show, I think Frank Welker was Iceman, that was really cool, um, I'm saying I'm a lot, I don't have any Q&A this week, the only question I have in my queue right now is for next week's show, which will be the TFCon, I guess, survival guide episode. See, I hate saying survival guide episodes because it's not like you're going into a do or die situation. You're going to a con. So it's more like the tips for TFCon, like things to know, things to think about, things to. Because you don't think about everything. If you're your first time, it's going to be. You know, you, you might need a couple little pointers on what to do, what not to do, because you know a lot of people their first shows they just kind of dive right on in and then they like miss out on stuff or they don't. Or a lot of people get sick at cons. I never figured that out. I've never had that happen. Um, I guess it's because a lot of people are more. You know, I work in a. Uh, I have a, a you know I, I've t- said before I take pictures of granite for a living, but it's still in a warehouse you know, environment, so I guess being around people and all that, I'm not as, uh, perceptive to things, i say maybe someone who works at home or is, uh, a little, a little more shut away, I guess, of course, here in Georgia, you go to Walmart every Saturday and there's probably a good 5,000 people in there, so maybe it's just me being used to my environment, um, but yeah, next week's episode, I'm going to go all into that, you know, to be a heads up. Now, that being said, it's going to be a short episode this week. But before we go away, I'm going to give you guys a little heads up. You know, the whole being fun part of being awesome. Today is October 2nd. And by the time you guys see this, it'll probably go up Saturday or Sunday, the 3rd or the 4th. So, you may not hear this episode till next week, or you might watch the video on Facebook this weekend, or what have you, but it's Halloween time, is what I'm saying, and one thing I want everyone to think about, you're about to have some really great TV opportunities uh, for viewing. Halloween is, like, one of my favorite times of the year, and... You know, I love I love all the costumes, I love all the seasonal candy, I love all the decorations, I just love the whole time of year. And being a big horror fan, I'm really, all the Halloween TV is great. You know, I love Halloween specials, I like the Ookie Spooky, like Nickelodeon will show all episodes of uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark and stuff, I love that crap. But also, almost every channel will be having some sort of horror marathon or two. AFC is famous for it. Um. Actually, a side note. I think it was 2001. Yeah, 2001 when they did their uh, Fear Fest, they had a contest that year for if you guys remember the You Don't Know Jack video game. It was really popular at the time. Um, the You Don't Know Jack horror competition. that went on for a week, and 500 winners out of 500 players could win a, a compact uh, PDA thing. And I played that Joker, and I won one. So it's always a kind of nice little little golden star on my uh, personal memories. But yeah, there's going to be a lot of Halloween TV. So I'm going to kind of take a moment in this Transformers podcast to go a little more off-topic and explain maybe some pointers that some of my personal favorites or some things to watch. Um, you're going to have a Friday the 13th marathon, and you're going to have a Halloween marathon. And probably A Nightmare on Elm Street, couple of movies. These long-running series, which all have a reboot. Actually, I'm going to throw in Texas Chainsaw in there, too. They all have a reboot. But here's the funny thing. These long-running series actually have small, soft reboots during them to kind of get them going in a new direction. And if you don't... For the casual fan, they may not notice. But for you, you know, say if you're just kind of flipping on TV and picking up... ah. This is part six, you know, what are they referencing? That's the beauty of it, because a lot of times they may reference something earlier in the series, but they're really kind of going forward from a new point. Um, Now, of course, I'm not saying these are the most plot-heavy movies in the world, but, uh, you know, there is stuff in there. Like, Halloween manages to keep a tight continuity through the entire movie series. And that there are pretty much only ones to really do that, but they do a really good job, but there is some starter points like and I'm gonna tell you right now, uh if you watch the original nineteen seventy eight one that's like a, my favorite movie, and for good reason, it's a really well made horror movie, and you know there's a lot of stuff in there um you know it's not just a mindless slasher movie you know there's it's it's simple in it's storytelling, but it's also genius in its storytelling, for example, you know. Michael's the boogeyman and he breaks out and he's stalking, uh, these babysitters, but there's all these cool little subtle, uh, things like, you know, they draw, they draw your attention to points when Laurie Strode notices Michael Myers is outside the window or behind the laundry line or something looking at her or as a scene drives by and they make a point to make you notice. But there's a whole lot more scenes where he's in the background and they don't make any point to point you out to it. You just sharp-eyed viewer, you know, like there's a scene where uh, Lori and Annie, of course, Annie's driving them to their babysitting jobs for tonight, the And they're just talking, having teenage talk, and they like, I can't tell you how many times people don't notice Michael Myers is driving right behind them. You know, what I mean, it's like he just passes them. It's like they don't really take, there's a lot of little stuff like that. But there's also points where you know, sure, it's a it's a movie about an escaped crazy guy that goes out to kill some teenagers. But, it's like, it's not just that. There's times where it's a it's a ghost movie where he's doing spooky things. And Sierra, like, they're, huh? What's over there? Nothing. You know, it's like just kind of like fake-out spooky stuff. And there's a clear point in the movie where it becomes a haunted house movie. Like, um, spoilers, it's a 37-year-old movie. Um... There's a, scene, there's a scene where Lori goes to the house Annie's working at because she hasn't heard from her friends. She's got a weird, she tried calling and had a weird conversation, basically. And she goes in there, and Michael's done set up all the bodies to scare her. Like he's done set Annie up with his sister's gravestone. You know, he's got Bob hung to swing out at her and stuff. I mean, it just, it takes all these twists and turns. It's a really smart movie, you know. And then the sequel, while well, getting more to the, uh, slasherness of it it picks up right after it and follows keeps going you know and it just keeps it keeps it keeps umping the uh intensity of the situation and the craziness uh it gets a little a little unfathomable in a few parts the, being these movies, but it's the way it is and of course uh part three part three doesn't have michael in it <laughs> um John Carpenter had wanted to make an anthology movie series, and 3 was a starting point, and it didn't work out, so he went back to uh, putting Michael in all the rest of them. But in part 3, it's a movie of, It's a movie I've grown to really love as an adult also because it's basically the ultimate Halloween afternoon special on steroids. You know, it's a movie about a uh, mask maker and his ma- these this line of halloween mass it's all the rage and it's actually part of his uh, plot to kill all the children (laughs) you know it's just like when i was a kid um local channel 46 here in the atlanta area uh in the 90s became a cbs affiliate and got really boring really fast but before that it was just a syndicated station showing of syndicated reruns and movies but it was freaking badass because everyone in this area news is where you would watch transformers and all your cartoons and all that. And they'd always have these awesome themed movie marathons and all that. And Halloween, the whole month was nothing but like it got made over. It was Halloween on 46 and they just went ape shit with it. And like they would use the montages from Halloween three and all their station bumpers and stuff. And so I just got a appreciation for it there. But you know, like I said, many reboots it got one there and then in part four, a few years later, Michael returns, and it kind of softly reboots to him. Even though it's in Haddingfield and it's a continuation of a story, he's now chasing Laurie's daughter, and Laurie's supposed to be dead. Then they follow that for the next three movies before abandoning that for H2O, where they go back to the original part one and two continuity. And if you really like those movies, they actually did comics to kind of continue that story. You know? And then, you know h 2 was followed up by a really bad resurrection. <laughs> the fucking movie sucked. <laughs> and, um, of course, that followed and that's where they did the Rob Zombie reboots, which I'm not particularly fond of, but it has its fans. So you can see there, it's got several places where it just kind of starts over. And Friday the 13th is the same way. You know, there's the first four movies and the fourth was supposed to be the last one. And there's a little it's not as tight, so you can really just pop in, you know, two, he's not wearing a hockey mask, so you might be like, what, why is he wearing a bag, but there's like, say, little nods, like, one of the girls, Jason kills in part two, part, kills in part two, uh, her brother's looking for her in part four, little stuff like that, and there's a kid, Tommy Jarvis, who's in three of the movies, sort of a tying thing, and you know, part five, they start trying to do a mystery with, like, who do you think the killer is? It's a like guy copycatting Jason. And they do kind of fake-outs to make you think it's someone else. And then, you know, 6, they kind of start over Jason Liv, and they kind of start a new thing. And even though the other movies will reference, it's been going on for a while, they really just kind of follow its pattern. And then, of course, it kind of, where Jason goes to hell, kind of resets more modernizing it. It's same with Freddy Krueger. I mean, you can watch the first two Nightmare on Elm Streets, but the Freddy Krueger you know and love is introduced in part three. You know, before then, he's just kind of quiet and mean and monstrous. And three, he starts smart-assing and starts really being the Freddy Krueger you know. And then, of course, it got a reboot. I'm not fond of these reboots they've been doing. The remakes, uh, not being a G1er or anything, but because... Everyone is critical of the Hollywood gritty reboot. Well, they do that with horror movies, and they don't do the best job, and they kind of kind of lose it a little. I mean, I'm not going to completely take them because they have their fans, and there's totally scenes where you can see they're trying, but it's just they, they're clearly making it a different movie in their heads, apparently. Um, and of course, you could watch the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies. Every single movie is a starting over point. Because, you know, even though there's a... There's a continuity for four parts. But it's very loose. All you just know is there's a crazy family of cannibals in the woods. That's it. And... Uh, there's the remake in 03 and it's prequel. And the thing is, the prequel really could work still in an old setting. I mean, it literally is like... It could work into the original trilogy. Like, it, there's no... Nothing to make it really glued. And then they made a newer one, which you thought it was, okay, it's part of this new series. No, it's still part of the original four-part series. I mean, those are really good for just tuning in. And that's just scratching the top. There's tons of movies uh, they are going to be showing this holiday season. And I really, um, another good one. Now, I, I keep saying how these movies had, like, soft reboots. Universal Monster series was no different. And, uh, like, almost every other Frankenstein movie, he was reintroduced in some way one of my favorites is son of Frankenstein and they just played it last week on Sven Gooly and that was a really good treat i love that movie it's got basil basil Rathorn as a frankenstein uh, dr frankenstein's son it's just really cool really good movie um yeah you got a million options for great tv viewing over the next month and i really really i am enthralled. it's halloween time so I talked more about horror movies than I did Transformers this week. And that's okay. Not every week can be Transformers heavy. Even though I know it's a show about loving Transformers and having fun. Fun is the operative word. So, next week, it's going to be all about TFCon. So, thanks everybody for listening. I'm Rob. You can find me on Twitter and Tumblr at RoborobSpringer. And, uh... Being Awesome is part of the Radio Free Cybertron family of shows. And you can find all that at uh, tfradio.net. And while you're there, there's some Amazon links. If you can go through those next time you do your Amazon shopping, it'll help us out a whole lot without costing you anything. it would be much appreciated. Mucho appreciato. Um, Yeah. I'm a little out of it today. i got to get ready for work now. I kind of could use a little more sleep, I'm just a little, running on fumes here, it's Friday, so, happy Friday, the 13th, no, the second, we have a Tuesday to 13th this month, so it's going to be kind of a non-issue 13th this month, no, no Jason will keep us calm, anyway, thanks for watching everybody, and, um, Yeah. (laughs) I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Wham, bam. This has been Being Awesome with Rob Springer.